Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for deciding to make us a part of your day. We have a very exciting show lined up here for you with an all-star cast featuring Mike, featuring Yanis, featuring me. So sit back, relax, and get ready to enjoy another exciting episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. So you guys, you guys did really good. You were quiet during the uh, the, the intro music. And Yanis danced. Indeed. And Yanis danced. Yeah, Indeed. That was that was nice. So Yanis is here with us for the first time ever. Yanis, say hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, hi guys. Hello, uh, Snap Crackle podcasters. How are you guys doing today? Don't 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 do don't, don't talk to the people that listen to this <laughs> show. They're, they're honestly they're animals. <laughs> they're like the worst. The worst parts of the internet. The worst. It is. They really are the worst. And that that vocal styling you just heard was not Billie Eilish. It was actually... Michael Von Cannon. Michael Von Cannon. Michael Von the Cannon Von Cannon. <laughs> so you might notice I didn't mention any stories during the intro. I normally talk about, you know, I tease. Those little teases keep the people mm. listening. Indeed. All right? I like it when you tease. But me. I just mentioned that we had people here, not that we were talking about anything specific, because I'm not sure what we're going to talk about today, but I really want to start off with Mike first, if we can, because... Yanis and I are a little worried about it. Oh, crap. I thought you were going to ask me about Billie Eilish. No, 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 no. Come on. Her new album and, just dropped. Okay, cool. It dropped. It's awesome. really good. All right. Is she paying us to advertise it? No. I don't know, but so it's good. we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. We're both worried about him. He's growing out his facial hair. Now, normally, for those of you that don't know Mike, normally he grows out what he calls the perfect amount of stubble. <laughs> it's very, very well. And quality. it's three days, right? You said it's three days? I only shave twice a week, Max. Same. Never. Balls as well. Bro, do you there still you wax your face? No. Clearly, I have a, a You nice... used to wax your face. It blows my mind. I we do. will talk about that, but don't deflect. This was on you. <laughs> All right? This was on you. Right. And you're, you're growing you're We're growing getting real, real beard. quick, Ben. Right now, he looks like one of those G.I. Joe action figures with like the really short beards, full beards, you know? That's made of and plastic. Yes. It's, it's so perfectly in place right now. It's nuts. And <laughs> on top like... of that, I was a little concerned when I saw the beard, but then... He ate not one, not two, but three frozen Snickers bars. Did he, did he chew it? From barely. <laughs> <laughs> he just breathed it in. He inhaled the things. Like and me, I was like, that is, not, that is not Mike. You know, what is going on here? And he mentioned it might have something to do with a female. Oh, my gosh. This is still around, isn't it? It's still a thing. The Australian still For you, that. it obviously yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so talk to us. Yeah. Explain well, this to people who might know, not have seen, because I know there's like, what, eight views on those videos? So why don't you talk <laughs> to the Those videos don't exist. Oh. <sighs> so, no, I mean, so I'm trying to get over this girl, <laughs> and uh, I don't like having facial hair like this. It itches, and when I sleep, it's crumply on my face. It's weird, and I don't enjoy it. And I was like, well, I'm just not going to shave until I'm over this freaking girl. Because I got to get over this chick. And that's and literally yes. what, what you said to me. I said, Mike, why are you growing your beard out? And you, he looked away from me out of a window <laughs> as the sun was coming in. And he said, I'm growing it out until I'm over this girl. And then one tear. Yeah. And then a single tear. Just fell. Bloop. <laughs> and then he stuffed his face with another Snickers bar. <laughs> swallowed it whole like so, so break it down for us. What's going on? <laughs> what, so, what, what happened, first of all? Yeah, Set the stage I, I will, and then tell us I will where you are now. I will tell the world, but I, I, you know, you guys are my closest friends, and so you know very well and in depth exactly how this is And if happened. there's any way that I can take advantage of me being one of your closest friends... <laughs> <laughs> and slap it on a lunchbox and put it in the podcast. I absolutely will. So know, please share it with just us in my this room. Soul. I'll yes. bear my soul to, right now, to everybody please. in the world. No, I, I met this girl about a year and a half ago when I was traveling through Australia, and I instantly fell for her all the way. And it just grew and grew and grew. And like I was just totally head over heels with this girl. And we would. I stayed in Australia for three months just to be with her when I was supposed to spend three months in New Zealand instead. And. I loved every second of it, and she's fantastic. We've seen each other four or five times since then. We go on big trips together. So she came to California. We did a California road trip from Vancouver down to Mexico. That was amazing. We spent a month in Sweden together at a swing dance camp called Harang. It wasn't specifically together. Obviously, that was lots of people. We just both happened to be there and danced together alone at night after everybody. 
else is gone. Um, <clears throat> and then she came uh, a month ago now, I think, that she left. She was here for about a month. Yeah, from that Australia. beard looks about a month old. It's about a month old. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's and, good. Um, this time, you know, I was just like, because ever since the very beginning, it's been very much a just friends thing. And for her. For her, yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thank you, yes. This is why you're here. <laughs> yes, for her. Yeah. Um, and I've always been like, yeah, you know, I get it. You need you need time or whatever. Sure. And it's never, it hasn't changed. Yeah. And I was, I've been hoping for the longest time it would. And there's always something new that gives me new hope that it would change and be different. And all of a sudden she'd be like, man, you're right. I do love you, Mike. This is great. And we'll just be together forever and it'd be fantastic. But it's never happened. And it's gotten to the point now where I have to have enough respect in myself Indeed. to be able to move on. And if something eventually potentially could happen, that's fine. But I can't keep letting myself live on this hope that, that th- something will happen. And the, the big thing is we're always like planning another trip together. There's always something new down the line. And so it's like, oh, you know, in six months, we'll see each other in South America or we'll go on the Mongol rally in 2020. Like there's always yeah. something else coming up. And so I always have this idea in my head like, OK, well, you know, she keeps wanting to hang out with me. She keeps wanting to be with me. There's always this feeling of hope. And I'm like, I have to cut that off. I have to just be done and like not yeah. communicate anymore. And I can't. Just, just really quick to just point something out. I thought the Mongol rally was in 2021. <laughs> So I'm actually really it's, glad yeah. that every you, year. Okay, that's good information. And okay, I'm glad you pointed that out. It looks amazing, and I can't wait to go on the I'm Mongol glad, rally one day because it's going to be glad so freaking that out. cool. But seriously, the big problem here is, I don't think there are these little bits of hope. I think you're engineering these little bits of hope. And here's the thing, and I get that. Like people tell me, she's taking advantage of you, Mike, or she's leading you on, Mike, or something along I'm those one of lines. Those that's you, yes. And Yanis, you agree with me that she's not necessarily doing this, and I've explained to you exactly yeah. why I think that is, and because part of that is she's this amazing person. As of relatively recently, the last five or seven years, she's kind of reinvented herself as a solo human being, not being in a relationship and not having her voice kind of stifled. And I think subconsciously or consciously, she's got this fear of... Losing that individuality that she's created and is very proud of at this point by mm. jumping into another relationship, especially one that's jumping into so, well, after five to seven years. Well, jumping into as eager as I'm jumping in, man, freak <laughs> head first. That, yeah, like into the shallow end. It doesn't even matter. No, no, because I was like well, all in from day one. Before we get Yanis's professional opinion on this, <laughs> I just want to ask real quick because you said I was kind of coming at you one way and Yanis coming at the other. So if we were, if you had to make one of us the angel and one of us the demon on your shoulders, <laughs> I want to know which one it is. Oh, well. Don't make the black guy the demon. Please. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> We've, has this country not suffered enough, Mike? How <laughs> dare you? My gosh. Don't worry, I'll put you in white face, Yanis, like Jesse you. Smollett's attackers. <laughs> okay, okay, like okay. Oh, that's such a good sketch. I we love will, it. We will get to that. All right, Yanis, yep. you are one of Mike's closest friends, Indeed. longest right. friends. I, I feel like I feel like Mike, you know, goes through friends like he goes through girlfriends. You know, like he he just doesn't really hold on to many people. Whoa, he kind of has a lot whoa, of acquaintances. Whoa, whoa. So I think this kind of consistency in Mike's life is very important. Right. You know, mm-hmm. when when everything else is up in the air, you know, like what what job he's working or what vehicle he's driving, these are all things that are just devil may care. He wakes up one morning and it the decision is made. So in your professional opinion, what do you think he needs to do about this? I think And remember the mic. Oh, yeah. You gotta you gotta talk into I it. Have to basically be there, there you go. Deep Pretend like you're mic. an NPR. Yes, you know, they're like, oh, oh, oh. it's been yes, this is uh, all things considered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, so oh, as a professional, uh, you know, who's been around Mike for a very long time, I'd say my 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 impression is that th- this girl, I wouldn't say she's necessarily taking advantage. I wouldn't think that because she's not, I don't think she's asking you for money or, and she's not using you for the D, clearly. <laughs> I would right. say neither one of those would be a smart approach with <laughs> Mike, but you know, <laughs> we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. You know, but I don't have much to offer. Well, I will be saying I, I would I would say that she might be using you as a emotional uh, vehicle where she can where she can you know use you for like basically like a a girl with a penis where it's like you can get the same like physical comfort of laying next to that dude you know laying on the chest and being physically there, 
but then also, you know, just satisfying the emotional needs of a boyfriend, you know? So that's kind of, you know, that's, that's a, that's a very normal thing. It's a, it's a boyfriend yeah. surrogate type thing. Um, but at the same time, I think that the trips are probably more along the lines of like a girl's trip. No offense, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> but I think that like, you know, these, all these, all these trips are happening, but I think for her, it is a very different thing where, yeah. you know, and, and even then women and men view f- friendships completely different, which is why the, the prevalence of the friend zone is a real thing that we never understand, but it's because <laughs> men, men generally, we, oh. sh- we share our, well, we share our emotional things with our significant other. That's, that's our thing. And that's it. Women share their emotional things with their friends and everybody who will goddamn listen, right? So, so for us, we're sharing emotional things and, we, and they're sharing emotional things with us. So we're like, God damn it, she must be in love with me, you know? And then it's like, oh, oh no, no, she just thinks I am another friend. So that's, so I think we have to, you know, we have to allow ourselves that, you know, that understanding so that we can say, you know what, maybe she's not into me, but I understand she is very cute. I will say this. She's very cute. She, she does, she has a lot of the same interests as you. She, when I see the pictures of her, she's got the nose ring and she smiles in this kind of like whimsical kind of way. <laughs> you know, I get it. I get it. I've fallen in love with her from her videos as well, from the ones that you created. But at the same time, she- Those are secret videos. <laughs> secret videos. <laughs> Not a goddamn secret, bro. <laughs> but I will say like she's, you know, I could see it. I can understand it. She is one of these people that just kind of has this otherworldly sort of air about her. But she's also damaged. And- She's using you as a crutch, <laughs> but I wouldn't say she's using you for anything uh, like you know anything like money or right. Or and anything. I would say I agree with you. Yeah. To be totally honest, right, right, I agree right. with you. Good. Good. Yeah. The I th- my issue is I have this hope that things will turn around and change. Right. And I need to stop. Right. Yeah. Right. And and part of it is she 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 facilitates that. She's an enabler of my hope. Oh. And and you know she's an enabler of my hope. Yeah. Not not a good. Not a, and it's not a not a good place for me to be. Right upset about you know like every time we say goodbye it's just like uh and every time she like it's this really like soft like face whenever we start talking about it, she's like no mike listen we really are just friends and i just i'm sorry like that's just how i feel and it's you know it's I'm sorry mike <laughs> yeah that's true it's much better is she starting the cards <laughs> crikey let's put they... another shrimp on the barbie there mike <laughs> oh i'm sorry you, you seem to be quite aggressive around mating season here that's not what i'm trying to do here i just wanted a buddy to go across the outback with i'm a solo human yeah. being mate <laughs> I've, I've evolved i saw it as a pikachu i'm a right you now mate you, you can't even deal with the electric charges i'm sending bro <laughs> He's crazy. Crikey, mate. <laughs> and you know, the sad thing is, you said you were supposed to be in New Zealand. You never went to New Zealand. I was there for a week, and New Zealand is a magical place. It is. It is absolutely magical. There is something so otherworldly and spiritual about the land of New Zealand that blows my mind. Yeah. It was, it's, it's magic. It's middle you, earth. Missed, you missed out on all that. I did, yeah, and I wouldn't trade it. So you could be the mayor of the friend zone for the world. To be the mayor of Tinkletown. I'm not. I don't know that I'm the mayor of the friend zone, but I'm pretty sure I'm that like salty sailor in the back of the bar telling war stories. Like, I'm the guy that they'll go to for to know what directions to to the shopping center. Oh gosh, the friend zone. True, true. I was I was once the mayor. You know, I was the ombudsman. I was. Well, then how did how did you how did you get over someone that was doing the same thing to you that this this woman is doing to poor Mike here? I had to cut them off like cold turkey. Yeah, this was this was my friend Suzanne for the longest time. If you're listening, I'm sorry, Um, (laughs) but I had to. You know, it was one of those things where you know she was using me as the you know I'm going to date this crap guy for uh, for a little bit and then I'm going to come back we're going to hook up or I actually got to see her naked so that's a thing um (laughs) (laughs) but I was squarely in the friend zone it was just like occasional d but a lot of just like crying on the shoulder comforting whatever you know and sometimes the d slipped in you know so um but but you know it was just one of those things where you can only watch someone do that for so long before you have to separate and then all, not only that, but like being invested in them and wanting them to be with you, you're just gonna be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm I'm done. I yeah. can't do it anymore. But yeah. I understand. And so you know, I, I, this beard and is is part of my process. Yeah. And my form of of being sad and you know depressed, I guess you could say to an extent, not clinically depressed, um, but because I don't like to confuse those two things. Um, but I I punish myself physically 
in two like three, two very specific Snickers ways. Yeah, flogging. I I overwork myself in like exercise, so I will run too far for too long, too fast. I and I will pun. I will do too many push ups. I will hit a punching bag until my knuckles bleed. Like I will punish myself that way. I can't stand you, Mike. I'm sorry. I know. You know what? You know what? I do have this weakness. I work out way too hard, and my body's just way too good looking. Like you know what I do when I'm too sad? I go back to Taco Bell for the third time in one day, and I try and tell them, "Yeah, I've got a big party. That's why I'm getting these taco party packs." You know? You're over here like, "Yeah, I just can't." But help I do that being too. Gorgeous. I can't help being gorgeous. One morning, I ate 17 tortillas for breakfast. What? the hell who does was that? there anything on them <laughs> butter and parmesan cheese <laughs> oh my god that's a <laughs> what is wrong <laughs> that's what i'm saying they should have you come in and like talk to like i don't know high school students or something like, you ever have a tortilla with butter and parmesan cheese on it i've got 17 I wonder what it sounds like when you're sobbing. Is it just like your laugh? With this like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> just crying yeah. tortillas. And now you're making fun of my laugh. <laughs> Hey, Gosh, the next time we see him, he's gonna look like ZZ, a member of ZZ Top. You right, know, right, right. we make Just... fun of his laugh. He's sad. His beard's gonna be all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you yeah. see any way out of this? Because the thing that worried me most was when we were talking about this off air. You were telling me you stocked plans. You wanted to do all this stuff, and I'm like, Mike. So here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic at heart. Always have been, and I've always had this like love and draw for big romantic gestures and I, for some yeah. reason you know it's this movie ending kind of feeling in my he- place in my brain Hollywood that is makes me always want to just like create that special yeah. moment where things just turn and change and genuinely this this past few weeks I have had to stop myself right before hitting the buy button to get a plane ticket to Australia for her birthday Ooh. Like seven times I've oh stopped boy. myself from buying this plane ticket oh, yeah. just to be there. Yeah, strange men in white coats are uh, just, on no, their way. No, I know. Like, Yikes. And with this like grand gesture kind of in mind thing, and it's like, no, like I can't. I can't let myself do that. And I've had to cut myself off. Okay. right? And so I haven't responded. However, I have started sending her postcards in a sort of a personally cathartic kind of way where I can speak myself and my piece in a way and not have to look at her face at the same time. Hmm. If that makes sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. You're right. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It'd be easier if she was ugly, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, she's cute as hell, man. She's she's beautiful. Right. But I, but I will say this as a, as a Mike expert, I think. Um, I will say this, that you tend to, when there is a person that you are obsessed with, and not obsessed with, but you are very much into, you tend to overlook their shortcomings, make their, you know, and, but the, but the common, the common thing that I, that I see uh, with the women that you've chosen as your as your focal points for a romance is that you are you choose ones that are emotionally unavailable. Now, I do the same thing. Oh, I do the same thing. I'll tell you that right now. I pick women all the time that are emotionally unavailable mm-hmm. that will never love me back. And I think that's me being. Uh, it's called avoidant by proxy. You know where right. you're. Ooh, you know that's, I'm dropping some, some knowledge on you. Some truth bombs. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, so avoidant by proxy is that choose people that are wrong for you, so that way you know in the end when things don't work out, it's fine. It's like you know it's like oh, whatever, you know. And so like I, I can go into a few examples in your past, you know. But on the contrary to that, you are extremely tough on the women that you're trying to, you know, that you're. Well, you know, they're not like perfect, but. They're almost good enough. But if they had this, they'd be great. You know, so I think there's, you know, there's a certain degree of, you know, it's avoidant by proxy, I think. Because you might be a damaged. And I, and I love you, though. <laughs> I'm damaged, oh, too. All of us are, yeah. I'm damaged. Every single human in the world is, is damaged. Yeah, we let's are, make this about the rest of the world, we're Mike. All, <laughs> we've all got our baggage. It's just kind of what baggage you can carry. Hey, man, That's, I'm the same thing. I've been dating you know. avoidant women for the longest time. Yeah. So it's it, I, I completely understand. I'm talking like as if I'm better than you, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking worst. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you said that, because while you were talking, I was thinking, you're so much better than Mike. <laughs> so I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, I that am, was, I'm the worst. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. God damn it. So these postcards are your answer then? I, it's not an answer. It's just... it's Prolonging she, the she inevitable buy button? She sent me a message recently on Facebook like a week ago. Whoa. I know you responded. Whoa. No, I did not. No, I did not. That was when did I you let her see that you read it? Well, it's Facebook. Yeah, everybody there can see that you There are ways around it. him, Is there really? Friend. Oh, that'd be great. No, I mean, I'm not trying to hide anything. I'm not... 
But, you know, she sent this message, hey, listen, you know, I wanted to figure out how we could do a photo swap. And, photo swap. Um, I just wanted to like, make sure you What's know that I was... What's a photo swap? I've never seen that before. It's like nudes for nudes? Or, no, no, like we both took pictures on our trip and she wants oh. to send me hers and I'll send her mine. Uh, like, why wouldn't she just send you the pictures instead yeah. of asking for a swap? Like, like oh, do you have some? Right. That, it's weird. I, I, I get that. And she also wanted to express that, you know, she hadn't been messaging me because I had expressed at one point that I just had to cut everything off and like, we couldn't plan anything else and I had to just be done. Right. Um, she was like, I just want you to know that that's what I'm doing. And I was, I, honestly, I was pissed when I got this message. I was sitting there thinking, I bet she's sitting there in her bedroom thinking, hmm, I wonder if Mike's not thinking about me every single minute of every single day. Right. I know. I'll send him a message. And I was ticked. And so I wrote back a response. and I was like, no, no. And didn't respond. And it was very, it was very good of me to not respond, especially since I was frustrated. I'm proud it. of you. Yeah, well, you know, it's whatever. So, do your nuts are, are your nuts just like blue? Are they just like <laughs> giant? <laughs> There's nothing giant happening down there. There's <laughs> Don't talk bad about yourself. Four inches is four inches, all right, sir. That is that's a solid. Look, deep. you try and go into the Mongol Rally of 2021 without some big cojones, Indeed. all right? That's true. You gotta have them. Indeed. You gotta have them, <laughs> man. All right, well, best of luck to you, Mike. Thanks, man. We will Thanks. um we will be hoping that this goes terrible for you and then you'll have some exciting updates. Yeah. Yeah. No, next I, week. I I don't think it will take me long to I, I think it'll I think it will happen. I think I will get over her. Well so. didn't didn't you say that your other big problem that you had was that it was just in where you are, like physically where you are, it's hard for you to just meet women. Yeah. Oh and yeah. And so it's hard yeah. to keep yourself distracted or obviously get over the last person if you you know, not even, and I'm just talking about a casual date. I'm not even saying like, oh, so I can be reattached to someone else. But it's, it's way more difficult when well, you're not. Well, it's as Yana said. Outlet. I am incredibly picky. Yeah, and and it's not like I have like a list of things that I have to check off, but I am very particular about you know the the connection that has to ex- ex- exist between me and somebody in order for sure. things to sort of even begin. And so it's 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 a difficult. So thing. do you think at this point in your life you might try and change that at all i think i'm just gonna give up on all things that's also an option that's an option i've yeah. stopped caring about pretty much everything at this eat, point eat another snickers mike do it daddy do it push-ups mate you know you're gonna run too hard and your quads are gonna look amazing <laughs> give me a break it's like yeah i have problems i care too much and i i work out too hard it's bad for you. Yeah, clearly. It's yeah. my version of flogging, I suppose. It yeah. started when I was yeah. in high I school. Wish, I wish weird. I had that problem. It's weird. If I had that problem, I'd look like freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> well, like, that would be my that would be my thing. 1976 Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, Let's yes. Be not no, no, right no. Not, not right now. Even though I'd still kill to just look as good as he does now. <laughs> no, he's pretty flabby. So am I. It's fine. All right, Yanis. So now it's it's up to you. It's up to me. It's up to you. I just want to see if you have any updates for us. What's hey. going on? This is your first time on the show. What have you been up to? Oh, What's man. been happening? Uh, the last time I saw you, I was still married. Uh, that okay. was a long time ago. It was actually for the release, I believe, of Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah. So that's a long, <laughs> yeah. long time ago. Wow. Uh, we were we were all uh, in our... You know, our, our, our red shirts. Yep. You know? so, yep, the garb. Then, yeah, it was good. It was fantastic. And uh, so, yeah, since then, I went to Germany, came back. Um, wait, I, wait, wait, what do you mean you went to Germany? Like on a trip or like you were there? I went to I went to Germany, followed a girl, uh, got a job. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, I got divorced. I met this girl from Germany, um, uh, moved to Berlin, worked, well, in, Semi moved to Berlin, got a job. Then I had to move back because there was like some weird misalignment with when the CEO was moving over from the Philippines. It was this weird thing with the contract, and so I was just like, "All right, want to work that for a few months?" And then they were like, "Well, we can't pay you right now because everything's kind of on hold on this guy." And I was like, "Well, I gotta figure something else out here." So, uh, so uh, did that for a bit. I now I work for AAA, um, fix nice. tires. Kidding, uh, I'm an analyst for them, <laughs> and uh, yes, I've been doing that. Just moved from a high rise to a duplex. You know, I'm trying to save some money a little bit, and it's nice. not worth it. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty strong young dude, so I figure I can open my goddamn doors. I don't need to pay that much more money to have somebody open my doors for me, bro. Gotcha. No, it's have somebody take you through the three sealed security doors at your apartment complex. It's insane. Oh my gosh. It's insane. We're at DEFCON 4 like all the time. Yeah. Just to, like, the, the, the level of lockdown on this place. Someone left a Wendy's bag, a suspicious Wendy's bag yeah, uh, on, the, on the street corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. So um, I had to get out of there, and it was just, I had to park on the eighth floor. And if you're ever late for work in the morning, and the panic that sets in, and then you're like, no matter what, I'm going to be five minutes later, because I have to drive down eight stories. <laughs> in a parking garage. Like, you know the Dane Cook joke where it's like, what is the one thing I want to do? The one thing I have to do to get to work is to drive that five fucking minutes down this <laughs> parking garage. So I was like, kill me. So yeah, The one that. paved with screaming girls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one, exactly. So yeah. I'm, and so I'm you're in the middle of moving right now then? Like all of my stuff is at the duplex right now. I got to go back and take some pictures for the landlord who is this very fiery Asian woman who lives in San Francisco. Um, so she owns the condo. And uh, so she's just like, when you move out? And I say, <laughs> like, I'm trying. I'm trying. But I have to go take this fucking truck up eight floors. <laughs> it's taking it adds, me a minute. <laughs> yeah, it adds to the moving time. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. So, yeah, so I'm, you know, moving out of there. And so I'm, I'm, that's pretty much my life right now. I'm starting a candle business. Um, you know, on the side because, you know, I want to make my life, you know, questionable now. Like, is he gay? Is he not? Well, I don't know. He makes candles on the it's side. It's a really fun place to live. Since, right there, since by in that ambiguity. <laughs> what are, what are going to be some of the signature scents? Um, well, I mean, it, I don't really have signature scents so far, but I do have signature themes and I want to do, and this is going to get real gay, um, unicorn themed candles with color changing flames. This is what my key product is going to be. And I'm getting a lot of weird looks from you guys. <laughs> Yanis, no, that's, no. no, my weird look is that's not what makes something gay, Yanis. <laughs> oh, glitter, Unicorns and glitter, glitter does not make things gay. <laughs> men so, being into men is what makes things gay. You no, know, you're not wrong. You are, you are not wrong. But it is very suspect. So, <laughs> As someone who's been into theater and dancing his entire life, I know with the dif- difference. Yes. <laughs> do you want to do, do another shout out to, uh, to M- Mandy? <laughs> yeah, Mandy, can you hear me? There you go. So you're you're getting into candles. This is getting, exciting. Getting into candles. So yeah, that's my my little side business, you know. And uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been a pretty interesting journey so far. Um, I'm gonna be ordering some things from China to make it happen, and you know we're gonna we're gonna. Well, you've always been so entrepreneurial. It's Very. to me to see you working a desk job doing financial analystisms, yeah, and not be doing something that's of your own creation and making is you know it, it's 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 not the norm for you. It's it's not. I uh, but I got bills to pay, and they pay me decent. So right. I figure, oh, hey, that's the struggle. You know that I have that really strong urge to eat. Um, really annoyingly every day, you know. Like. There's some Snickers in the freezer. Exactly. Uh, are there? <laughs> Shock uh, to me yeah. if there's still any left. But yeah, so it's you know it's just a bunch of that, and I just you know I I hate it because you know having owned my own business for a few years and always looking for the next thing that I'm a part of. Um, you know, I I get energy from being creative in that way and. At the moment, I don't have that. So, gotcha. Yeah, so it's killing my soul to be in a cube. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, money. Yeah. 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 That yeah. thing. I hear you. Yeah. That's, I mean, that yeah, that's money. the, that's the, um, kind of the struggle I'm dealing with right now because I do, I do voiceovers now full time, which is great. But when you say that, you know, I, I want to be doing like animated shows and voiceover for films and video games and all this stuff. No. They're all just like orientation and explainer videos for like boring Canadian companies, <laughs> but they pay. Those are the ones that pay. And then like you decide to do some animated show project and it's like five different auditions for this short, you know, grad students animated project. And they're going <laughs> to give you five dollars and a half can of Coke, you know, and just like this is not worth the time I'm putting into it. Not even a sealed can of Coke? Just no, like, just like no, it's, they've already had their way with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Full of backwash. Yeah, and, yeah oh. it's nasty. Mm. Nasty. Delicious. So it's it's a struggle when you want to do that creative stuff, but that doesn't pay the bills. Yeah, it's hard. Y'all get to get creative with me soon for my next video. I'm excited about that. To work oh, with you guys on that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's coming up soon. I yeah, what we'll is going on with this? <clears throat> because every time I talk to you... Every time I talk to you, there's another video shoot coming yeah, up. Yeah, and this is going to be a really great like, one. I'm like, oh, I okay. talked to him. That yeah. was my problem. I'm gonna be He's meeting, like, oh, by the way, can you help with this thing? Meeting with the location people this week. Okay. Are you That's sure great. you're going to have the location on lock this time? I am not sure. No, there is definitely a location, but okay. there is a potentiality of moving it back a week. I'll talk to you guys about that later, but okay. we'll, we'll see if that works out. Like, but what do you mean, an entire week or just that next week? The next week. Well, don't don't worry about it. We're not, we're not going to schedule the show. However, it is going to be a really fun shoot, and I'm really looking forward okay. to it. So we'll get to be creative. So what's the shoot? This is a uh, a dance video. Um, the story takes place in an airplane hangar. Oh. And uh, it's. I'm guessing the story takes place there because you weren't able to dancing. get 
an airplane hanger? Yeah, that's totally why. <laughs> nice. Someone's like, hey, you want to use an airplane hanger? I was like, yes, <laughs> let's make a video. Solid. Yeah. I like that. It's oh. going to be great. All right. Been working with the dancers. They're fantastic dancers. And so what? What, what is the... What is the choreography uh, well, you know, saying? You know, my, what, what's the mood here? My style is is swing, Lindy Hop. Uh, it's post World War II. The uh, dancers are three female mechanics who are working on this plane, and on the radio, you hear the voice saying, "Oh, you know, it's now that our boys are back, we got to get things normal again. The, the woman's place is to take the man back and get him some dinner and make him feel comfortable and happy that he's around." And you know, we got to, and the girls get angry about about this and start yeah, start sucking some dicks. Oh. Yeah, so it's the the title of the song is "A Woman's Place Is in the Groove," which is kind of the inspiration for that. And it's done by an all girl band, and so I've got uh, three dancers, and they're all fantastic dancers, and it's uh it's gonna be a cool uh, cool cool thing. And cool what story. and what are we supposed to be doing? So you guys are gonna be my grips and my camera guys and uh, best boy. Yeah, you are best boy. Best boy. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm the best boy. <laughs> uh, will there be a yeah. casting couch? I, 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 what? Oh my gosh! You don't watch is. porn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nope. Nope. They've already been casted. My balls are he clearly blue. He told us. All right. He told us. They've already been cast. All right. Nothing crazy. All right. Well, so we've heard from Mike and Yanis and everybody else, which is just me. So now I want to talk about Jesse Smollett. Just no Jesse. <laughs> Oh, Jesse. Jesse, you raggedy bitch. <laughs> so, Yanis can say that. Yeah. He can say that. He's allowed to. Because he is, his pigmentation is slightly darker than mine. Indeed. And he also, as we just found out, makes unicorn candles. So yeah. I feel like he can speak to all of Jesse Smollett's, Indeed. you know, <laughs> motivations and everything. None else. of that this matters. Is, yeah. Okay, it don't yell. Matter. We can all speak our minds. Indeed. Indeed, we can. So just to update everybody on the whole Jesse Smollett, all right, all 16 felony charges that he had were dropped. Right. All right. Now, what makes this weird? Well, that's weird in, in and of itself, yeah. that a single felony charge would drop, but all 16 is weird. Yeah. He still had to give up his bond money, which is weird. Yeah. You don't normally have to do that when charges have been dropped, but okay. Then they said he had done some community service prior to that, and they're going to count that as towards him not being charged with anything. Interesting. So then, apparently, he knew some people that were involved with, um, you know, the sentencing and all this other stuff. So now you have one side of the law, like, you know, law and order, it says two separate groups of men and women, but equally powerful. The people that bring them in and the people that charge them. Those people in Chicago right now are mad at each other. Mm -hmm. So the police department is now specifically trying to sue him for $130,000, what they say is the cost of the investigation. The mayor is they upset. They want a new tank. <laughs> yeah, the mayor is upset. And then you have these other people saying, no, he's fine, this is all normal. Now, the FBI and the Department of Justice are getting involved. Then you had people that said they were going to recuse themselves of this whole thing. Turns out they didn't. They were with it the entire time and saw some things through. So this is all crazy. I want to get your just initial take on this, Yanis. What do you think of all of this? Well, first of all, I just hate his name. I think it should be Jesse. This whole Jussie thing is just, it's odd. It's odd. It's, are you Justin? Wait, his know. name is Jussie? Jussie. Yes. J-U-S-S-I-E. That annoys me. I don't know huh. why it annoys me, huh. but I want to punch Jussie. him for it. That said, <laughs> I, I mean... You're I'm apparently not the only person that wants to hit him. <laughs> he was attacked, okay. Apparently. Um, but like, okay, so my, my thing is, is, first of all, it's really weird that, you know, uh, a black guy is having 16 felony like felony charges dropped in Chicago. That to me is insane. First of all, they would have probably thrown like extra at him. Right. He's a regular black guy and <laughs> shot him for, you know, for good measure. Um, but that's that, you know, Chicago, Chicago. is <laughs> my old town. Um, yeah, no, but I think he's, you know, he, the, the situation is, I think we, it's, it's just so odd that you would do that for publicity. If he did it, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anything. I didn't know his name until this. Seriously, I don't watch Empire. 
if you're not em- if you're not watching Empire and Yannis isn't watching Empire, who's watching him? I don't watch Empire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Peaky Blinders. That's what I'm watching. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By order of the Peaky Fucking Blinders. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's you know, it's just it's odd that you know that that's the choice that you take. You could you know do more community service, or you could do anything else other than posing a MAGA attack. You know, it's just. It's just, it's the whole thing is odd. Like the decision making wasn't very deep. And then at least hire white guys to jump you. I'm sorry. Like, you're going to hire two Nigerians to jump you? <laughs> no, bro. Like, that's not how that works. I don't know. And, and so, obviously, like, he's, he's an g- equal opportunity employer. In, you know what? He's right. Go. He doesn't see color. Apparently, he should have seen color in this yeah. circumstance. <laughs> Which is, yeah, it's coming back to bite him that he couldn't. Yeah, yeah. He should have gone on Craigslist, gotten a meth head to be like, this is mega country, and actually punch him in the face, and that would have been great. Um, but no, it's 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 really stupid, and it's really silly, and it, none of it makes sense, and it's, I, I I just don't understand it. I don't understand it at all from top it's to bottom. It's so bizarre. It, it's very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. Well, I just want to give credit before we go into this anymore. I want to give credit to Robert Mueller, because... The Mueller report actually exonerated Jesse Smollett. <laughs> All right, that's how good. That's how good he is. Right. All right, that's oh. how good he is. Absolutely. And it's just, I don't know. It's so, it's so crazy. So when we were talking, you said the white face thing earlier, but that literally. So when he came out and he did his little statement, and he said, "I have been truthful in everything that I've said." I didn't right, mean. right before that, they have they've already admitted that it was the two brothers, yep. okay, that attacked him. And then he comes out and says, "I've been truthful in everything that I've said." Although initially he said it was two white guys yep. that did it. So I'm, I'm waiting for one of the journalists, in quotation marks, <laughs> to say, okay, well, then what about, you know, that? Yeah. So then it's not until, like, the Today Show, which, like I was telling Mike, if that's our last bastion of hope, <laughs> we really, truly are screwed, right? She says, well, um, you know, you guys are saying you were truthful. Now you're saying it was definitely the brothers. But he said initially there was, you know, white guys. I kid you not, his attorney with a straight face says... Maybe they were wearing white face. <laughs> so now I have to try and sleep at night with the, a picture of the Wayan brothers from White Chicks with bleach in one of their hands and a noose in the other. Okay? This just sounds awful. Awful to me. It's the, and it's the worst attack in the history Making of the world. Downtown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but it's, like, it's, like the, it's the worst attack ever. How, do you, how, how are you going to put a noose around someone's neck and then not actually choke them you know i'm just saying like it's just like a fashion accessory now it's just like you're gonna wear this goddamn noose and you're gonna like it big boy. <laughs> well that sounds a lot more exciting and then it was you know well and what's crazy is he still had it around his neck you know what was it 40 minutes later when the police actually arrived because i'm sure they had to take care of like 12 other murders going right. on in chicago prior to them arriving to that probably so he still had it around his neck like wouldn't you have taken it off wouldn't you have no. done something yeah i'm just odd. saying he claimed he claimed himself when all this happened, he said, well, don't worry, guys. I fought back. I fought back. He says, I'm the gay Tupac. Huh. What does that mean? He, well, it means you fight back. That's what it means. He says he's the gay Tupac. But now, you know what I'm thinking? He went from being the gay Tupac to the gay OJ at this point. Like He's just like, he's off. He's just got off. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh. What like, is happening? You know, he's, well, you know what? He did say he's going to help find... You know the real killers. So he's he's out on the case now. So that's his community service. Jesse's on the yeah. case. Jesse's on the case. Oh. Tuesday nights at nine on CBS. <laughs> like, geez, Louise. And then, but but here's here's what cracks me up as well. So last, he was up for an NAACP award. Ooh. Okay, the awards were last night. He didn't win, unfortunately. Oh, goodness. I thought that would have been great. Chris Rock was hosting. Now, I love Chris Rock. He's amazing. And I don't know if they had actually said this to him or this was a part of his bit, but he says when he walks out there that they told him, no jokes about Jesse Smollett. And he does this whole thing. And there are people losing their freaking minds on social media that he, like, oh, low blow, Chris, how dare you say this? And I'm like, what? There are more people upset about Chris Rock joking about Jesse Smollett than what Jesse Smollett probably did. <laughs> Can we, just, just, can we not use probably? Can we just... like, <laughs> look, 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 look. Allegedly. It's, it's, it's either us or the Today Show, all right? We have to use the correct terminology on the Snap Crackle podcast. Very true. All right? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh. Yeah, so it, it's just it's just crazy to me. So, Mike, what, what do you think about all this? 
Because you said it's old news. Well, it's, I want to talk about the latest uh, records that have dropped. I don't actually pay attention, I guess, to news. I think it's. You just thought such we were just talking about what had happened. I think, right? Perhaps, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, the fact that we're still talking about Jesse Smollett to me is just mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. <laughs> <laughs> Take your mind and you put it in a bottle. I could put minds in a bottle. <laughs> Mind-boggling. I, I can't imagine why that girl wants to keep you in the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> She's mind-boggling, Mike. <laughs> Fair dinkum, Mike. It's my favorite saying from there. Fair dinkum. Fair dinkum, Mike. <laughs> what, why can't a gay black man walk around with his sandwich at 2 a.m. and not get jumped? <laughs> I don't know, Mike. This is dingo country. <laughs> and they attacked him. <laughs> What did you ask me again? I forgot. I just wanted to know what you thought about all this. Because you seem oh, to be like, oh, I, I better, I better. You had said that when you were talking about Chris Rock and his his comedy thing, that people were blowing up on Twitter about it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can, and actually keep talking. I'll see I, if I can find some. Like, it was crazy to me. To me, it's funny that we consider newsworthy yeah. people's Twitter reactions. Right. Like, the fact that its official word from the president goes far and beyond even that. But that news channels have the audacity to say, oh, this is this huge thing. If it's not so obvious that somebody is inflating a perspective by using a few quotes from Twitter, let's get real here. Everybody in the world can post whatever they want on Twitter, and none of it has to make any sense. So the fact that it's something that is put on the news to promote a point just gets me very I true i don't i don't understand the news anymore yeah you see my, my problem is too is that like i hate the fact that we're holding comedians to a higher standard than we're holding the president for thank instance. you it oh right bothers the hell out of me that like i when i go to a comedy show i want to hear the most ridiculous shit i want to hear people made fun of i want them to make fun of every single person in the room for yes. every bit of low-hanging fruit they can get right. That's what I want. I, I want that all the time. And I'm sorry, but like Jesse Smollett, it is hilarious because it's weird and makes no sense. That should <laughs> and, absolutely be. And I want to point out that Chris Rock's joke was absolutely amazing. He talks about he says, and I quote, "What a waste of light skin." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and he goes on. He's like, you know what? I could get done with that light skin. My career will be out the roof. And he's talking about this whole thing, and like, literally, there's these people that are upset. And then what's even crazy? is there's people at the awards and they're saying well what do you guys think about this you know because he's up for an award and there's a lot of them saying you know um i stand i stand with him and i quote being queer and black is like having a target on your back every time you walk out the door i mean of course he paid to have this target on his back right but you know i I, it's just it's (laughs) driving it's driving me crazy that these people are like saying well no he's he's black and he's queer so we're just He's fine. We're with him. Right. Well, the I'm thing like, is, the thing about this story, though, the the damage that it does to our ability to believe actual victims is right. irreversible, right? And I, like we said last week, I always have skepticism in all things. I don't automatically believe victims. I don't automatically believe people. Yeah, who are says the man themselves. who loves Michael Jackson. Right. So <laughs> there's a waste of light skin. <laughs> Listen, but he paid for that one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what was I saying? Like, Dang it, y'all keep throwing me off today. <laughs> I'm hungry. You were saying you keep. How can you be hungry? You inhaled three Snickers bars, frozen Snickers bars. They're slightly larger than a normal Snickers bar, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they are. You know, less calories though, actually, than a regular Snickers. Well, then he then you need to eat more. Apparently, Mike, you need to right eat more. Back. No, you were saying you're skeptical of all things, and well, the the damage is irreversible to people who are actually suffering. Yeah, I mean, agreed. You look at this, and it's like he could not have picked a worse time in America's history to to fake an attack on a black man. Mm-hmm. Like, right. what? Why would anybody do that? Yeah, I mean, and there's real stories too about like you know real attacks on black people. There was one a uh, few a uh, few years ago where a guy. There's like a group of like 16 year old kids that went out after a party and were looking to run over or a black person or kill a black person in their truck. So they ran over this black guy like this is leaving work at like a hotel or something like that. And they just ran him over in their, in their dually truck or whatever. And uh, yeah, no, it was just, you know, it, it was crazy. So, so these kind of things happen. And that is a tragedy that we are still in this country where we see people like. You know, we see them as less than human, as right. a caricature based on their, you know, their skin color. And for me, like, you know, as somebody who is, you know, I'm a cis 
straight male, you know. But for me, I will never be able to understand the. I, I you guess hit I, that I, straight real hard. Yeah, there. <laughs> I'm real straight, guys. Just FYI. <laughs> By the way, if you want to pre-order your unicorn changing flame candles, go to Amazon.com forward slash Super Straight. <laughs> There's a dragon on it. It's very fucking nasty. <laughs> Anyways. Right. As a cis straight male. Yeah, there you um, go. Yeah, no, it's, you know, you have to, you, you, I, I will never really understand what it's, what their struggles like in the same way, like you can understand what it's like for me to be a black person where, you know, Mike has been with me where my car has been searched for no reason. Like, you know, so, mm-hmm. so, there's, so, been stupid. A, so there's been a number of things, you know, where I, that I can't relate, but I want us to get to a point in this country where. Who you choose to have sex with in the privacy of your own home doesn't matter. That would be fan freaking tastic, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, I, I just think that, like, who you choose to have sex with isn't my business. I don't care. Have fun. I, do whatever you want. Like, as long as it, it's everyone involved is consensual, I'm cool. Do what you got to do, you know? So I'll laugh at you. I'll make fun of you. But <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. No, no. But, you know, I, you know, I just want everyone to be able to just live their best life and not have to walk around wearing something on their sleeve that should just be the way that you are. Like, it's just, it just is what it is. So I don't know. Maybe and, I'm, I'm weird. And for me, like I, and anybody that knows me knows this, I live by two universal truths. And I think that it's that one, everything's always getting better. And two, that people are always saying that they aren't. Ooh. And these things still happen. But I think we can say if we compare where we are now to where we were just 20 years ago, oh, yeah. 15 years ago, oh, yeah. 10 years ago. We're moving in the right direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so sometimes I'm kind of curious, like when something like this does happen, and there was actually a New York Post article that had come out about the rise of a lot of these claims in Portland, once again. And like, once again, in Portland, there's apparently this rise in accounts of um, gay bashing and these physical attacks on gay people. I'm like, that's weird. In Portland. Okay, yeah, exactly. That's what the New York Post. That's what the New York Post article is referencing. How weird it was. And this this guy goes through and he's like, people that were posting and sharing these things. He tracks it all back and he's like, oh, this person says they reported it. He talks to police. No such thing. Oh. So it's it's something like that. And then and then something like a black guy getting attacked in Chicago, and someone apparently says that's MAGA country, and I'm like, has anyone been to Chicago? No, no. <laughs> it's the opposite of yeah. MAGA country. Like that's crazy. So it it's funny to me. It's like sometimes there's this, you know, we're we're, we're kind of moving away from these racial. We we like to believe we're moving away from these racial ties, right? Right. But it's turning into like it's not racial warfare anymore. It's class warfare. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like sometimes in order for that to continue, there is like a supply and demand for some of these things to continue to happen. And it's just funny to me that I I almost feel like there's a, like, there's not a supply to meet the demand for some of these things. So now we're seeing these things happen. Or they're creating the supply. Yes, yes. It's like, they're like, well, we need there to be this thing. So I'm going to create it. And of course, Jesse Smollett had other reasons for his specific thing. But it's just very interesting me to, for me to think about that because I, I have to believe we're getting better. That doesn't say that there aren't still crazy people out we're there. We're getting better. We're getting better all the time. All right, stop. We're going to get flagged. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we can sing. But, but and once again, I know people are going to take this out of context. I can already hear the keyboard warriors at home. Like, I'm not saying there aren't still idiots out there, there are. that are going to, but they are the minority now. They're not the majority anymore. I can't think, like, there's not a majority of people that care who you're with you know the real answer to that is that the government shouldn't be telling us any of that yeah (laughs) but people want the government to tell us that but that's a separate podcast Mm -hmm. children (laughs) so i don't know i don't know it's just really funny to me when i see these people creating things sometimes and you're like there are real victims out there oh yeah they get hurt from this like mike pointed out like you said there's people like that have these problems that shouldn't exist like who you're sleeping with who you're hanging out with and it so, still happens. Yeah, and as somebody with an economics degree, uh, the rule is, which is written by Shaw Say, Whoa. Well, ooh, supply Wait. creates Whoa. demand. Say's law. It's the first. It's there the first go. rule of supply and demand. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a truth. Supply creates demand, and you know, and and when when we have an appetite, I think we're trying to villainize the other, or trying to look at everyone as you know as as against us or whatever, or trying to. Um, to again put people in caricatures, you know, based on what they might believe in, who they align with, you know, I think that's that's a problem. And I think 
we all want to identify as, you know, the group that got it right, you know, and Mm -hmm. that I think we have to both realize that we're fallible, like you said earlier, you know, we're all, we, we all have, you know, we all have our blind spots. We all have our things that make us, you know, imperfect humans, but I just think we have to do more to, uh, to accept each other as we are, you know, cause that's just, you know, that's the way that like society wants us to be separate in, in a lot of ways. But I think that we've been getting closer to a point where who you, like, again, who your skin, what your skin color is, doesn't matter who you're, who you hang out with that type of thing. We have, you know, a, you know, a multicultural friendship, you know, happening here, you know, I'm a, I'm a damn dirty immigrant, you know, but, you know, and, and, but I, I think that we're finally at a point now in the history of this country where, where we're at, we can turn a corner, I think, very, very quickly, as long as, you know, we stop getting in our own way, and we stop being pulled apart by forces that want us to, you know, be, be separate. I don't know. And that, and, and that's, that's what annoys me, because the reason, the whole reason that this great experiment even worked in the first place is because completely unique to us than anyone else is the fact that you can be, you can be an American. It doesn't matter where you are from, now, people are going to say, you can you can become Japanese and you can become... No, no, no. A lot of these other cultures, it's very, very difficult to become nationalized. Like, right. it's very, very difficult. Here, comp- way easier than that. It's very expensive here. It's very expensive. Very expensive. Very expensive. Once again, separate podcast. We'll yeah. talk about that. But the point <laughs> is, the reason that it works is, you know, you can come here and be an American. It's like you can be an American. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what you sound like. It doesn't matter where you're from. Bring us your best ideas, the best parts of your culture. So that when I go into Publix... I can pick Italian bread or Cuban bread or all these other breads. Yeah. That's what I'm here for is the bread. Whoever the Mexican immigrant <laughs> was that brought us tacos, can we just give him like some sort of like American knighthood or something? Hallelujah, <laughs> just something like His that. His own brunch oh, restaurant yeah. <laughs> in Vegas. Yes, please. I don't know. You. Something like that. Something. Because that guy was a fucking legend. Can I let him slap whoever invented Tex-Mex? Oh. All right. <laughs> We've had this conversation before. Tex-Mex? I like Tex-Mex more than I like Mexican. And people can say whatever they want. Real Mexican food is rough on my palate. That's all I'm going to say. Is it, does it hurt your wrong. tum-tum? No, 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 no. I love the spice. love all that other stuff. I just don't like the plainness. There. Ooh. I said it. The plainness. Ooh. He's throwing down on my tacos, man. Your plain Jane tacos. Mm-hmm. Ooh, plain Jane. What, 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 do you do? what do you do with yours? Tacos. Don't you know he puts butter in Parmesan cheese on him? He says, Ben, you gotta try this. You gotta try this real Mexican taco. And, and, and real Mike yeah, Tears. Yeah, real Mike Tears. 17 of them's the only way to go. Can I just get one? You have to get 17. Those are 130 calories each, bro. bro. How do you know all this off the top of your head? There was a time where I was really big into bro science fitness, you know, so I happened to have like a, a loose... It's all in there. It's, just, it's yeah. all in there. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. Random facts. Nice. All right. Well, for Mike, for Yanis, I'm Ben, and this has been the Snap Crackle Podcast. We'll see you guys next week.